Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. I'm Griff. I'm Stav. And I'm Will. And on this episode, it is finally week one. The NFL season is here. That means we are back. Strictly NFL episode, back-to-back weeks. We're going to go through the whole slate of primetime games. we got a few games that we're going to be talking about on Sunday. And we are back with our locks of the week. Um, I'm currently 2-0. A newcomer, Stav. We'll get into it. We'll let you guys know what's going on this year for Lock of the Week. So what do we say, guys? Week one. Let's do it. Let's do it. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Inside the Five, and it's week one, boys. I mean, I'm just excited to dive right into this. Let's start off with Thursday night football. Or Sunday night Football on Thursday night, as they call it. Um, Bills at Rams. A potential Super Bowl preview. I mean, what more can you ask for on opening night? Like, everyone has the highest of expectations for the Bills. The Rams are coming off of a Super Bowl win. And everyone's already putting the Bills, I feel like, in the Super Bowl. Maybe this could be a humbling game for them. The Bills are favored by two and a half, which I feel like we haven't seen in a while, considering... A, the Rams are home. They're defending Super Bowl champions. They really didn't get worse in any way. So I'm curious as to what we all have to say about this. I think that this is a little interesting that the lines are set for Buffalo here. I mean, yeah, it's as simple as that. I think that this is a week one legit test, which may come a little too soon for the Bills to bite them. But if they can come through week one and prevail – and I'm going to say it right now, I'm predicting that they do. Um, they're going to prove to this league that, I mean, the hype was worth it, right? Everybody's been hyping them up all offseason. This is Josh Allen's year. Um, the defense finally got their piece that they've been missing on the line with Von Miller. And, and, I mean, they're ready to go now. This is a big homecoming for Von Miller, who just helped uh, L.A. bring a Super Bowl – or L.A. win a Super Bowl. Um, I guess – I'm hearing that there's going to be a lot of booze and stuff like that, which doesn't make sense. He was there for like half of the year. Um, But like, I mean, I don't know. I love the bills this year. I like them against the Rams at home. I think this is a let's ruin the ring ceremony type of game. And what better of a person to do that than Josh Allen? I feel like that's like the dictionary definition of a person you'd want to be in there week one, Thursday night against the defending Super Bowl champions. Well, I mean, this is the perfect game for the Bills to come in, start the season off on a high note, and strike 
quick and fast. I mean, week one against the defending champions, the Bills are supposed to be all that this year. Why not take game one from the defending champs? I mean, okay. I think I think the Bills are going to win personally, and that's my prediction for this game. I think Josh Allen's going to have a great game. I think they're just going to be firing on all cylinders, and I think they're going to catch the Rams lacking week one. Yeah, I mean, if I was a risk taker and I had money just to shell out, I would, I would consider putting some money on Rams money line just for these reasons. Ready? We don't know how this Bills offense is going to look without Brian Dable kind of calling the shots. Um, Sean McDermott's more of a defensive head coach. So if he's stepping into that offensive play call and having more of a, a say what's happening on offense, maybe they take a step back. Um, also, the Rams, they got Bobby Wagner. who they, they, uh, they got a few more pieces that I'm just forgetting about. Oh, they got uh, Allen Robinson. Who, Robinson. Yeah. And they still have Cooper Cup. They still have Acres two-headed. Back. Yeah, Akers is there. Daryl Henderson is there. Didn't uh, Higby's returning? I think he's still there. The offensive line might be a little shaky than, or more shaky than I remember. But I still do like the Rams. The Rams won the Super Bowl last year for a reason. Aaron Donald is still there, and you pair him now with Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey, still there. That the, the other corners in that secondary are just developing. This is going to be a great game. I, I don't get me wrong. This is going to be an awesome game, and the NFL yep. couldn't have treated us any better than to this matchup. So, but I, if I had, if a if I was put at uh, had to make a choice against my will, I would say that the Rams would win this game. That's fair. That's fair. Another thing that I'm going to be looking for in this Thursday night is my last little tidbit. Um, Matt Stafford. He's been dealing with a little elbow. I don't want to call it an injury, but but something's a been thing. going on with his. With, yeah, he, he has an elbow thing going on, and um, he. I mean, a couple of days ago, Sean McVay and the presser said that. He's going to have no limitations during Thursday's season opener, um, which makes sense. But at the same time, when a head coach has to come out and say that about someone that you don't really know what's actually going on with his elbow, you have to come out and say that there's no limitations. I'm a little bit nervous. So uh, everybody keep your eye out for, I mean, his elbow. I mean, that's your throwing arm too. So um, I don't think it'll slow him down, but it's just something to look out for. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Should we move on to – the Sunday slate of games. We should. So we'll, let's, let's we're going in order here. Mm-hmm. So Steelers at Bengals. I think the Bengals are like five or six and a half point favorites. Um, yeah, the Bengals should win this game. I really don't have much to say here. The Bengals really had their way with the Steelers last season. Um, Joe Burrow with an improved offensive line. Jamar Chase just developing. Um yeah, I, I really don't have much else to say. I mean, yeah, the Steelers' defense did get a little better. Najee Harris is still there. But Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are probably favorites to win the AFC North. And the Steelers are probably finished their place projected Jesus Christ, projected to finish last in that division. No, but, but here's the thing, Stav. I, I like this as a week one game. I like it a lot as a week one game because you're right. In my opinion, both teams got better this offseason. I really do. Um. The thing is, though, with the Steelers is that offensive line is kind of reminiscent to last year's Bengals offensive line. And, and, and Cincinnati really did come through. They got Ted Karras. They got Alex Kappa, who, in my opinion, is a top three guard in this league. Um, Lyle Collins is still there as well. Um, they, they have a lot of youth on this team still. They're coming off a Super Bowl loss. Uh, we've heard the stats about no quarterback in, like, the last 14 to – 
uh, make it to the Super Bowl in his first or in his first uh, full season, like has never made it back. I think Joe Burrow is going to be the exception because I feel like he always has. But this week one game, I have low key as as a as a first game that's going to be tough for the Bengals. I I really think it is. I think Mitch Trubisky. This is kind of they're waiting for him to mess up already, and Mitch Trubisky kind of shines in those moments for like two weeks, and then they'll have one mistake. He'll mess up. I think Kenny Pickett's going to be a starting quarterback by the end of this year. It's just a matter of time. And, and this offensive line of the Steelers is really what's not selling it for me for this team. I was going to say, I'm like obviously not one of the bigger games on this slate this week, but I'm kind of excited to see the way the Steelers kind of match up as a team against the against the Bengals, especially because, like you said, Griff, they're already kind of putting Trubisky under the gun. Once he messes up, Kenny Pickett's coming in. They're just making the decision easier for themselves yeah. so that way they don't have to let – him down basically like just put him out the good way i guess um but i don't know i'm interested to see what the steelers team is all about because if they actually pan out to be pretty decent this can make this division kind of difficult i think that this is probably the toughest division and when i say this i mean like not the best no not the but most like skin. the most the most physical yeah where this is a tough to, yeah no you're right throughout the whole year this is like a physically tolling division. Yes, exactly. Like all these teams kind of just battle regardless of how good or bad they are. Like every divisional game that they play yeah. is always a dogfight. Mm-hmm. And I don't think – I mean, I think Deshaun Watson being out for the Browns for the first 11 weeks is going to hurt them a lot in this division. We'll get to the Browns in a little bit. But if the Steelers can really compete against the Bengals, maybe they do take that third spot in the division. I really don't see them being better than either Baltimore or Cincinnati. Agreed. I, I, I agree. Um, and, and it's literally just because of that offensive line. I want to say that the Steelers have maybe, maybe the best defense in this league. I, I really believe yeah. it. If you look at these starters, um, I'm not going to go out and name names because it's the NFL. You guys know who's on this team. Like this team is insane at all areas of this defense. Um, and, and I want to say, give it a year or two, and the Steelers are going to be right back to where they want to be. I, I really do love. The way that this uh, this whole organization is putting together this roster, the defense is set. Now they got to go figure out the offense. That's why I'm thinking that th- this is a perfect week one trap for the Bengals. I-, I think if Mitch can come out and have a Mitch Trubisky esque game at-, at his highest of highs, they're going to be pretty good. They're going to be pretty good. I don't think they'll be good enough, but they'll be pretty good. And not only that, like the Steelers are so fast on defense. I think. I, I kind of forget who's in that secondary, which other than Minka Fitzpatrick, who's one of the premier safeties in the league, but there are some questions that I have about their corners specifically, which kind of hurt their chances against the Bengals, but their linebackers are fast and that pass rush is going to get to you. So you got to get them. You got to get mean, the ball out quick. <laughs> Akello Witherspoon, Cameron Sutton. Yeah. So it's not, um, they're, they're not bad corners. Like Levi they, Wallace. Yeah. Not like, terrible, but that's definitely but that the downside of that defense. What I, what I like to say is the pass rush makes the secondary. So that pass rush yeah. is going to get there. Those corners oh, are yeah. going to look like pro bowlers. So yeah, let's yeah. move on to the next game. William and our team, or William and my team. I, I hate English today. Uh, the Patriots at Miami, historically, they suck in Miami. I'm really. I really don't have high expectations for this game. Um, I don't think the Patriots are going to win. I think there's still a lot of questions surrounding that offense. And it's just going to be one of those games where we just see Tyreek Hill 
and Jalen Watt will just run free, I feel like, and it's going to be – I think it's going to be a closer game. It's going to be a boring game. I think it's going to be kind of like week one last year. It was like 17-16, the Dolphins won. I think it's probably going to be like 24 to like 21 or something like that, 24 to 20 Miami. I mean, out of the games that we have here, it's one of the more exciting games, one, because it's my favorite team or our favorite team stuff. And two, I'm kind of curious to see what the Dolphins look like this year. I mean, everyone's kind of hyping up their offense and them as a team. I don't really believe in Tua, so like – I'm kind of curious to see how he shapes up. And as well as the Pats, I want to know what we're looking like week one. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of questions. I'd like to see us, like, play a real game. Um, I have the Patriots. I I have the Patriots. I think they're going to run it down the Miami Dolphins' throat. I think the run game is going to be so successful to the point that the pass game is going to start to get going. And I think we're going to see a click week one. I, I, I really don't like, other than Christian Wilkins, I'm not a big fan of this Dolphins uh, defensive line. Honestly, in general, this front seven. Um, And I think that's a big advantage that that the Patriots could pull up to. I just think in general, I don't think that they have a bad front seven. I just think that compared to this Patriots run game that I'm predicting that they're going to have this year, that's exactly what we're going to see in week one. We're going to see, I mean, tough nose right down the middle, constantly switching between Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, and that's going to turn into checkdowns. And then here and there, you're going to see a bomb to Kendrick Bourne or something like that. I think it's going to work. I think this defense is going to do enough to stop the Dolphins' defense. I think it's going to be a 24-17-esque to game stop, and I I really do have the uh, Patriots winning this game. You don't, I didn't even right. say, but I was also going to say I also have the Patriots winning this game. Just – I, I just so, believe. I just believe. I want to believe, and I really – I'm saying this as stupid as this might sound. It would not surprise me at all if the Patriots blew the doors off the Dolphins. Like, Mike McDaniels has never coached in a game before. Bill Belichick has, co- like, rookie coaches' numbers. So, yeah. um, it could, I mean, a prop that I will say I'm going to hammer hypothetically, I don't bet anymore, but – Devontae Parker anytime touchdown. I mean, he's going to get a fade route from Mac Jones and he's going to do like a little touchdown celebration to the crowd. The crowd, like the 25 fans that are there are going to boo him a little bit. And yeah, that's good. That's what's going to happen. So let's move on. I think unless anyone has anything else to say, let's move on to the next game. Great game. Um, game of the this week. Is, yeah, this is the game of the week. Uh, we're really rooting for the stripes in this one. The Jaguars yeah. at the Commanders. Um, at the end of the day, um, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a dogfight. It's gonna be a battle. At the end of the day, uh, it's gonna be a game that's won in the trenches. And, and the main thing that people care about when it comes to games won in the trenches is how many holding calls. Where are the penalties gonna be flying from? What's gonna be happening in general this game when you see a yellow piece of laundry on the field? Um, my prediction: if, if I were a betting man and if you could ref on officials. Um, this is the perfect opportunity for a week one um, MVP showing from this crew of officials, whoever, whoever may be uh, officiating this game. Because Jaguars commanders, think about it. Carson Wentz is not going to go out there and sling the ball, right? Antonio Gibson, who, I mean, originally was not going to be this week one starter. It was supposed to be Brian Robinson. Antonio Gibson, this is a big test for him. 
Um, and Travis Etienne coming back. These are two big tests for these two running backs right here that really could make noise this season. So, I, I mean, I really think that this is going to be a big game for the officials uh, when it comes to holding, and it's going to be a game that's won in the trenches. I, I really do think that when these two teams meet up, this is going to be a good game, even though these are two bottom bottom of the league teams. Couldn't agree anymore. I mean, we're really rooting for the stripes here. Um, it's going to be an interesting game, definitely a dogfight. These are two just, like, scrappy teams i'm interested honestly just interested i'm excited for week one just in general I, i've been saying i'm interested in see how these teams play i'm interested to see how everyone plays because i feel like the league kind of shook up a little bit in the offseason right this was a very 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 big offseason i would say maybe the biggest offseason in terms of large named players switching teams in terms of people that we haven't seen young guys that we haven't seen either going into year two or, or, or making their debut. I think there's a lot of rookies that are going to be starters. Um, I, there's a lot of free agents that are going to be pro bowlers. Um, it, it, it was an, it was a very exciting off season, a very yeah. exciting off season. And that's going to shape up. This is going to be one of the best NFL seasons that I think of our lifetime. I'm going to say it right now. I'm kind of excited to see the Jags offense. Cause they just added Christian Kirk and obviously ETN's coming back. Like that's going to be an interesting Way they're going to run their team, I don't know. I'm, I yeah, feel like yeah. that, I feel like we, if that plays up the way they are, I feel like they could have a really team. good offense this year. This Jaguars team is a brand new team. Yeah, a brand new team in my opinion. But we'll get that uh, moving on to our last game of the regular Sunday slate before we get into our primetime games. Um, the real game of the week, in my opinion, it's our Los Angeles Chargers at home against the Las Vegas Rams. Las Vegas Rams. That's creators. The Las Vegas Raiders, English was so hard. Um, but, yeah, I mean, a big game. Just a big game in general. I get nervous. I get goosebumps when I look at these two logos. Um, I just want to straight up say Justin Herbert's four in the air, one on the ground. Eckler catches two, runs in one. Keenan Allen finishes up with the other one. And, and the Chargers win this game by two touchdowns at least. I'm going to say. I'm, I'm bolting up for a blowout. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be a blowout. Um, it's I'm gonna be a blow. That trend as well. I I can't see a world where the Vegas Raiders even come close in this game. Uh, and I love I, the Raiders. I think they'll figure it out at some point. I mean, they, they saved the best game at SoFi for last this weekend. So that's all I have to say. Yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be a fantastic game. See, opening up at SoFi on Thursday night, you have the wrong blue and yellow in there. You know, it's yeah. as simple as that. And next year. Next year, Thursday night, we'll be at SoFi with the blue and yellow, and we'll be hanging our bolt-up flag high. It's as simple as that. It's Chargers. Whatever the spread is, take it. Whatever the over is, take it. The Chargers are, I mean, the definition of a college football team when it comes to just slanging the heck out of the ball, and the Raiders aren't going to know what's coming for them, and the Chargers are going to win the division. They're going to win the Super Bowl this year. And this um, is the, this bolt up. One thing that is kind of nerve-wracking if – I'm speaking about the Chargers. Jesus Christ. Why can I not speak today? No, like, it's hard. I, See, I, I don't know. I feel weird talking in general. I don't know what's going something on. something in the air. I don't know what it is. All right. But JC Jackson might be out for week one, which isn't, isn't a great thing considering Devontae Adams <laughs> is on the other side of that. But they'll figure it out. I mean, what's Asante Samuel doing? Jr. Uh, legacy game. Yeah. <laughs> Week one. It's as simple as that. And don't forget that we have Bryce Callahan. He's going to be locking up Hunter Renfro. That is like the number one person that I'd want to play against Hunter Renfro because 
usually there's a safety over him, and there will be, and it'll be Nasir Adderley, and then Derwin James is going to control everything else. And, and I think we're going to be just fine. I think if we can let Devontae eat, we can hold Hunter Renfro. As long as we hold one of them down, I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to beat us in this game um, with, with Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack coming off the edges. And then you got Kyle Van Noy and Drew Tranquil like right in the middle of the field. I, I, I'm very confident in this team. I love this team. That would I be crazy it. if Josh Jacobs ran for like 300. And, and I want to say this is going to be a big year for Kyle Van Noy. This is his last year of being very good. This that's is fair. like because he fair, has his fair. years where he's good, and that's when he's on the Patriots. And then, like, he went to the Dolphins, he was terrible. And then he went back to the Patriots, he was all right. And, and now, look where he is. He, he's bolting up in, in South Central LA. And we're, I mean, we're ready to go. We're so ready to go. I'm getting like the nervous, like, ticks just looking at this roster right now. I'm so excited. So let's move on to the next game. The Bucks at Cowboys. Tampa's favored by minus two and a half here. I will. I like the Cowboys in this, not only by the spread. I like them to win this game. I love the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys to win this game too. The, I love the I mean, Cowboys. The the Bucks are shaken up. If we're being real, they don't yep. have their center. Tristan Wirfs is questionable. Chris Godwin is questionable. He practiced today, but he was in a red or he was in a non-contact jersey. Uh, Tom Brady's been not really around this team, although it is Tom Brady, but still he hasn't been around the team. New head coach and Todd Bowles, uh, and his it, offensive it, line sucks. Yeah, straight like, up. Sucks. And the the Cowboys pass rush is pretty good. I think it's one of the more yeah. underrated pass rushes. I mean, Micah Parsons year two. You have Demarcus Lawrence. You have Anthony Barr who signed there. Although he's kind of a mixture of both that he can blitz, but he's really good in pass coverage as well, which is huge because Tom Brady likes to dump it off to the running backs. He likes the short passes. Tampa doesn't have Gronk. That's Tom Brady's security blanket. I mean, Julio Jones apparently looks great according to the Bucks. I mean, they wouldn't say otherwise. Mike Evans is still there. He's going to do his thing. But I'm not loving the Bucks right now, if I'm being honest. And I think Dak Prescott, I think CeeDee Lamb, Dalton Schultz, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. A lot of these – I don't think Gallup's playing. He might. No, I, he's, I not. Be, he's, yeah, he's still hurt. He's still he's hurt. Not. That's what I figured. But still – I think CD and Dak, it's just one of those connections that you can't look away from, and it's going to be hard for the Bucks to stop that. I feel like this is just one of those games where Dak's going to come out and just throw the ball. He's just going to throw the ball. He's going to have a great game. He's just going to do his thing. He's just going to prove to the Cowboys why they need him, why he should stay. Like this is this is like this is like a perfect game to do so. Sunday night football at home to open the season. It, it, it's as simple as that. It, it, it's the Cowboys. You're at home. We've been waiting all day for Sunday night. And, like, when you think of Sunday night football, I don't know about you guys, I think of the Dallas Cowboys. I feel like they play Sunday night football at least seven times in a season, and and they always seem to win, but usually it's against, like, the Eagles or the Commanders. Why not just go do it week one against the Bucs and set a tone? And I have them at 12-5 and this year. You guys, if you guys remember, I have them Mm -hmm. being very, very good this year. And I remember looking at the schedule, and I said, "Week one, they are beating the Buccaneers. It's as yeah. simple as." And that's not even like I, I actually do like the Cowboys. I think that the Cowboys are going in the right direction. They just need to yeah. put it together for, for all seventeen games. Eighteen. They, weeks, they have, have a really good defense. Weeks. Yeah, you have to take the bye week serious as well. But I, I like the Cowboys this year, and I think the Eagles are a little overhyped. If I'm being honest, even though I've been a part of that. Type trend. So, 
Griff, let's talk about your Monday night Seattle Seahawks here. Uh, to wrap up the weekend, before we get into our lock of the week, um, we have, I mean, a huge revenge game. Um, first off, I want to say to all the people going to CenturyLink or Lumenfield, um, Russell Wilson, I, you know, I, I was, I don't remember where I was, but this was yesterday. And um, I, I've been showing a lot of hatred towards Russell Wilson. And then I saw a Tyler Lockett tweet said, you better not boo him. And I was like, you know what? That's facts. It is facts. The amount that he has done for that city, for that state, for that organization is tremendous. Um, he's the second greatest player on in Seattle Seahawks history, only behind Bobby Wagner, who they came in at the same time. Um, but as simple as that, everybody's going to be on their feet at the start of week one. The 12s are going to get going. And, and this young team from Denver isn't going to know what hit them as Geno Smith throws for four interceptions but two touchdowns, and it's just enough. I, I think that this is going to be a, a game that is not one in the trenches, but like it looks like it's in the trenches just because of how bad this game is going to be. And I really think that like there's going to be like maybe a scoop and score from us, and we're going to win this game like 10 to 7. I, I don't know what hit me. Um, I love Russell Wilson. He is probably a top two favorite athlete of all time for me. And um, Geno Smith, take us to the promised land. Uh, I can't wait 365 days from now where it is. What day would it be? It would be Thursday. A week from today, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, no, a year. 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 It would be a Thursday. We'd be getting ready for week one, and Bryce Young is my quarterback. I'm so ready. I am so ready. What about CJ Stroud? Bryce Young, my quarterback. All right, so that does it for our little preview of week one. Let's dive right into walk walk of the week. Oh, my God. Lock of the week. Lock of the week. Yes. So, I guess I'm going first here. I have the Cardinals plus six here. So, the Chiefs are going to – what's the field called? I don't remember. Oh, uh – this yeah, it's like the University field. of Phoenix Stadium or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the Kansas City Chiefs are going to Arizona to face the Cardinals, and the Chiefs are minus six. Screw that. I like the Cardinals plus six for a few reasons. One, we don't know how this Chiefs offense is going to look without Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, although although Travis Kelsey is still there, and they, they have Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, they have some weapons, but they don't have Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill was a game changer for them. He was Patrick Mahomes' security blanket. He was Patrick Mahomes' bailout. How many times do we see the pocket collapsing and him just throw up a back foot prayer and Tyreek Hill just runs around everyone and catches the ball? So it's it, it just this offense is going to be a lot different. I don't think it's going to be as explosive. And he, that's the reason why I, I picked the Cardinals and then a few reasons on the Cardinals' side. I think that Cliff Kingsbury is going to u- utilize Rondell Moore differently. I think we're going to see him out of the backfield a little bit, kind of in that Debo Samuel-esque role, a little less running the ball, but maybe a little bit read option, maybe a little bit of like a lot of motioning in and out, and he's going to be utilized correctly. I don't like Kyler Murray. I don't think Kyler Murray is someone to rely on necessarily, but 
James Conner is there. He's a guy who can control the pace. He can run five yards, five yards, five yards, five yards, just pound it and control the tempo of that game. The Cardinals are going <clears> to <throat> control the clock. They're going to score, and the Chiefs will have nothing to do about it. They don't have that one play, 75-yard touchdown speed in them anymore. So I'm going Cardinals plus six at home. And the Cardinals are a first-half team. Call of Duty hasn't come out yet. Kyler Murray's going to be offset. That's fair. Yeah, I like that. Um, I want to throw in um, – I was scared to look at this game just with the fact of – Potential injuries, Colt McCoy on the IR, but they did. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but Colt McCoy did just get recently put on the IR. Um, I'm not too sure about how this team is going to do until DeAndre Hopkins comes back from suspension. Um, I do love Rondale Moore, but I don't like how we're going to be seeing uh, Hollywood Brown and Rondale Moore on the on the field at the same time. You know, I, I feel like they're too um, size wise. It, it may not work out, and you already have a small quarterback. There's not a lot of height on this team, which is quite important. But week one, I like how it's set up for the Cardinals' stuff, and I think it's going to be interesting. I think the Chiefs are going to kind of get shocked, um, and I agree. Do you have them winning outright, or do you think they're going to win by less than six? I, I think – Or lose on less than six, sorry. If I had to make – If you had – like this is yeah, your yeah, I think, it, it, yeah. like how are you I think feeling? that – I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Chiefs end up pulling it out, but it's going to be like a last-second field goal type thing. Like a field goal or something like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like this pick. I like this pick. All right, so I got the Saints at the Falcons. I have Saints minus five and a half. And honestly, what's not to like about the Saints this year? They're playing the Falcons. The Falcons aren't really that good. I don't expect them to be too great this season. Anyways, Jameis week one, I, I say they win by a touchdown. I dude, I I think they win by more than a touchdown. I mean, I'm I'm saying that for the sake of just playing it safe here, but like I could yeah. see them winning by more than a touchdown. But like, I like the Saints if it were this to year. just hit, it would be by a touchdown. Um, word, word on the street is Michael Thomas is going to be playing. Yeah, I, I was going to say they seem relatively healthy for for week one after like a long couple Which of years. Which is the biggest Thomas, surprise so. ever. Yeah, because when they had Drew Brees, they were never healthy because Drew Brees was just straight up never healthy. And Michael Thomas, I mean, I think the last time he played football, we were in high school. Yeah, yeah. I think we were like seniors. Feels yeah, like I it. think so. Yeah, but I mean, was let's it see. really? It was, or was it like, that junior like end of, year? It was like end of senior year, the beginning of freshman year of college, I think. Because he got hurt, I think, our freshman year of college. I don't think he played that COVID year. He didn't play the COVID year. He didn't play. So, oh, my God. He was, well, he was I, supposed to come back, but then just like – Never did. Stopped talking to all press and like he just never came back. Yeah, so it was the year before that, right? So our senior year of high school was the year that the Chiefs beat the 49ers in the play or in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Who did the Saints play in the playoffs that year? Oh god. Did they last time we played was postseason with the Rams last year? No, that wasn't the Wait, was it? No, the box. No. The box. The box. No, 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 no. I'm talking the year before that. The year before the Tom Brady's last year as a Patriot. That was the Rams, wasn't it? No, they lost to the Vikings. Mm. They lost to the Vikings oh, in, like, yeah. in overtime in the Kyle Rudolph, uh, the, the push-off in the corner of the end zone. Oh, yeah, the push-off, the push-off, the push-off. And then yeah. – 
the Vikings ended up losing to the 49ers the next week. Yep, yep. Okay, it's all clear now. And I think that's the last time we played. It was so long ago, I don't even remember it. That was actually so long ago. But for some reason, I have a lot of trust in an offense that has Jameis Winston behind the center and Michael Thomas on it. I think Michael Thomas and Jameis Winston are like a match made in heaven for some reason, and I think it's going to work out really well, and I think it's going to start week one right here. Um, but moving on, my pick, um, revenge games. You, you you guys know how much I love revenge games, and this is as simple as it gets. At minus one and a half is where I'm getting it here on a Wednesday recording, um, and that's pretty much just like a pick them, right? Browns, Panthers at Carolina, at Bank of America Stadium. Um, is that still what it's called? Uh, probably. <laughs> um, okay. It was Bank of America. Um, Browns, Panthers, I got Carolina, minus one and a half, Baker Mayfield, Christian McCaffrey is going to play because it's week one. Um, I can't guarantee week two, week three, and, and so on and so forth. But it's week one, so that means he's playing. Baker Mayfield earned the starting job. I love DJ Moore. I love Roby Anderson. I actually don't mind um, this offensive line from Carolina, and, and I love their defense. I love their defense in terms of not a playoff team, but for non-playoff teams, this is one of my favorite defenses. I think that the Panthers with Baker are going to be very fun this year. I think they get started off hot with a W against the Cleveland Browns, who don't – who's their quarterback? Is it, the, is it Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett? Mm-hmm. Proves my point even more. Carolina – Minus one and a half, in my opinion, the easiest pick of the week, my lock of the week. Um, and yeah, that that's about it, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Hot seat me. I don't this is kind of me going off on a tangent. This is just some hot seat. So yesterday, let me just go on a little rant here to have the, the timing thing. So actually two days ago, I get locked out of my Instagram account. Haven't been active on Instagram and I can't log back in. So watch this. I'm gonna this is Great journalism right here. So I here's my login, right? Watch on YouTube. Yeah, watch on you. This is a plug around the disclaimer. So I'm going to add it. So I'm logging to an existing account, right? Continue. What are you on right now? The IT5 account? No. Well, my my spam. And it it just doesn't, it doesn't, it's loading. See? (laughs) Stop spam. It's just it's been loading for the past two days. I can't get in. I've tried on multiple apps. I've tried on my iPad. I've tried on my laptop. Everything doesn't work. I don't know why, but yeah, that's that. Hashtag freestyle, so it's backwards. Yeah, I, I don't understand why what I could have done other than just be really cool. Next, I yesterday, well, I moved into my apartment, and I've been sleeping on the floor on my mattress, and my bed frame came yesterday. Little did I know it was a 250-pound box. So I go downstairs, and I live four <laughs> floors up. So I there's no elevator, no elevator. In the building, no elevator. So I lug this thing. I I feel like I'm in ancient times here when they try to get that rock up a mountain or whatever. I was just like toppling it over up like five flights or four flights. Stop sent me the video. It was actually electric. Like this dude was like pushing. Yeah, like, I pressed it. Bullets too. Yeah, and I got it up there. And I made sure to record a video about it too, and. It took me six hours to assemble. Six hours. And shout out my roommate. He helped me out because without him, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So, yeah, that's that's a little tangent no, for my, me. My favorite part of Stav sending me snaps periodically throughout that was, um, I want to say you lugged it up around. You know what? I have it. You lugged it up at like 
four thirty, maybe th- four. Yeah, it was like around then. I texted you at uh, nine. I said still working on it. He said almost done. I said let me see, let me see when it's done. And he sent me a picture, bro, of like four pieces of wood on the ground. Like he made <laughs> zero progress, no progress so- throughout that like five hour span what's great about that is i finished the rest of it or we finished the rest of it in the next hour so like we got to work but like so the thing that set up time like you know how each thing like tells you a time that like it's around what it said around two hours so i loved it up and i didn't actually get started probably for another two hours i had dinner break between then um the stocks were on so we were kind of watching back and forth so i i bet it actually took probably two and a half, three hours of actual production time. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And um, yeah, it's it, doable it, for a bed frame. It's still like I, I should have just gotten an easier bed frame to put together because there's like drawers that go underneath this thing, and that's probably what took a lot of the time. But 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 you needed that for the apartment for storage. But it turns out I really didn't because I found the people who were before me. <laughs> left like hangable cubbies let, let me just show you what i mean here like Stop here's legs. my here's my closet <laughs> like all my shit just fits into this little cubby like all my shirts and stuff and like i have a hella shelf space too so like i didn't even need the one with the drawers so i guess i wasted an extra like 150 dollars on finding a a bed frame with drawers which i really didn't need to inside the five on youtube by the way to to look at Stav's closet yeah. Um, and and so i also couldn't get a bigger fucking bed frame because of this giant heater right here it's it's just in the middle of let's see the bed frame yeah you really can't see it (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's here it's not as a floating bed it's here here it is yeah that's it yeah it's there and here's the fan here's here's extra yeah, you guys can still hear me. I thought, I, yeah, there's some extra. So, I <laughs> some have some spare wood. So listen to this. Put, put I have the fireplace. Corner my bed, right? You guys can see that. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought the drawers were going to be both on one side. No, they're on opposite. So, there's one drawer that's like on the left side and then one on the right. I don't have room for the one on the right. You don't have so room to center it. No. <laughs> so, we didn't even bother putting together one of the drawers. <laughs> So I just have extra wood in my apartment. If anyone needs any <laughs> any drawers to be manufactured, I can I can do that. No, we're in the Massachusetts area. But in the Boston area, I'm really not shipping anything. You have to pick it up. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even walking downstairs. You have to come up and get it. I'll, I'll buzz you in. Don't worry. I don't do that much. All right. All right. Forty-five dollars. Well, uh, <laughs> Forty-five dollars for wood is crazy. Lumber prices are expensive. What, what yeah, can I say? I don't make the prices. COVID. COVID. Yeah. COVID, you know. COVID really messed COVID. up the prices for these. You know, COVID say? was messing up the wood. Mm. <laughs> as they say. But uh, yeah, I think that's going <laughs> to do it. Hopefully you guys uh, check that out on YouTube because without that, then you just got like five to ten minutes of nothing but explanations. Uh, but we hope you guys enjoyed. <laughs> yep. Week one, next time we see you, we're going to be recapping week one and we're going to be going into week two we hope you guys enjoyed as always bolt up go seahawks go pats go stripes go zebras we'll see you later see you next week and peace peace
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet.